This is a Village Soundcast Network original production. Hello? Hi, I'm looking for Dennis. Uh, I think you got the wrong number. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Can we use that? Let's use that. Welcome to Turning a New Leaf, where we discuss the changing face of Canada as it prepares to legalize and regulate recreational cannabis across the country. Turning a New Leaf is produced by the Village Soundcast Network, and I'm your host, Sean King. Enjoy. So I'm talking to Dennis Selden. Dennis is a longtime friend of mine. Um, we met in Germany when we were young kids in 1986, and we spent a lot of years together uh, riding around that place on BMX bikes and skateboards and blowing things up and doing stuff kids do. Um, <laughs> yeah, you almost made me deaf a few times. Yeah, we had a lot of fun. <laughs> Dennis is a mechanical engineer, actually, and owner of his own private manufacturing company. Currently, he services clients in the film industry and has been ob- built everything from utensils to bike parts. Um, now, what is interesting about this is that when we moved back from Germany, uh, we kept touch for a number of years, but only recently have reconnected and, oddly enough, was motivated by the podcast. And um, this is actually the first time Dennis and I have chatted in probably over 10 years. And uh, we were after a few episodes of the podcast ran... Out of nowhere, I got a text from him telling me that he was listening to episode three and something about how weird it was to hear his good buddy in his ears while he was working. And I thought, how fucking cool is that? Um, and so every time we released an episode, Dennis would text me and he would give me all kinds of opinions about the topic of a conversation on that particular episode. And it hit me. Wow, this is a great reason to to call the guy up and uh, and have him as a guest on the show, particularly because uh, cannabis, weed, whatever you want to call it, has been a big part of Dennis's life for how long? Would you say since what age, Dennis? Uh, I started smoking uh, twenty one, twenty two. Yeah. So, and it's been a- yeah. I mean, I I think like most average people, you you maybe run into it once or twice in high school, um, but I never really. Uh, gravitated towards it until after I got out of college. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So this, oh God, I don't know where to start. It's, this is kind of cool. It, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I guess the sort of the reason I got into it, funny enough, um, one of my good buddies at the time moved out to BC, uh, temporarily and he came back with an ounce of weed. And, uh, all of a sudden I found myself, smoking weed with my buddy every day because he brought this weed back from BC. Yeah. And uh, we just, you know, uh, it, it quickly just turned into a, a habit. And, uh, you know, we smoke, we'd go uh, smoke a joint and go ride. And, uh, and that's kind of what we did for, for a long time. Um, so that's kind of where it started for me. Um, and uh, as I, you know, sort of got out of riding as I got older and started my own business, um you know, I've had the luxury of working by myself and kind of get to break the rules a little bit and uh, do things my way. Um, and uh, I don't use pot all the time while I'm working, but um, definitely if I've got to do something that's, uh, you know, I 
uh, it might be a little bit of a, a boring task, something I've got to do 100 or 200 times because I, I run a machine <laughs> shop. Um, I'm like, hey, I'm going to turn on uh, Netflix and put on some headphones and have a little puff. And, you know, the next four or five hours are going to go by a lot quicker. So for me, it's like a tool, really. Um, so, yeah, that's a quick overview of kind of how I use it. You're just, you're just diving right in, eh? Like, fuck the short, the small talk. <laughs> Let's just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, I guess so, man. You know, yeah. um, I feel it's it's. Uh, I'm still kind of uh, just stoked to be talking to you. It, you know, like you mentioned earlier, it's uh, it has been nice listening to the other episodes and kind of hearing my buddy's ear in the headphones and going, "Wow, this is this is." You know, you guys are talking about some interesting topics, and um, we'll see where this conversation goes. But yeah. yeah, so I, I, there's a couple things I do want to talk to you about specifically, but I want to back up a little bit to when you sure. talked about first starting, and you know, you. Um, I mean, some people will try this at some point. Not, I mean, not everyone, I guess, but some people try it and it's not for them. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a bad experience yes. or they don't like it. I mean, I'm Definitely. guessing that wasn't the case for you. You tried it and liked it. Yes, no, for sure. Um, I've never had any sort of bad issues with, you know, there. Um, anybody that, uh, you know, uses alcohol and marijuana will tell you that they probably... Uh, mixed too much of those two things on a on a certain night and had a you know a, a bad night. I mean, I've definitely done that, and and that's that's not good. Although I'm not a big drinker, anyways. But um, hmm. no, I've never really had too many bad experiences. But uh, you know, another good buddy of mine, sort of what you're saying, tried it once, <laughs> uh, had a very bad experience, and never tried it again. So there's right. you know kind of there's sort of two types of ways it sort of pans out for people. And you use. Um so I'm going to get personal. You're okay with that. And if I'm not, just, yeah, you, if yeah. you're not, just, you know, you can tell me off limits, man. T call me later. But <laughs> you, you use, uh, fairly regularly, would you say? Um, yeah, I smoke, uh, almost daily. Yeah, for sure. And, um, it, it, it's, uh, at this point in my life, it's, it's, uh, it's become something that I'm very comfortable with. I mean, there's been, I think your, your usage kind of reflects, um, other things in your life, like, um, you know, like anybody who's, who's an adult, I've gone through highs and lows, um, tend to, do, to use it more, um, and use too much of it when I've been uh, going through some lows. Uh, oh, yeah. but now I find myself in a, in a comfortable spot in life. Very happy, uh, happy in my marriage, got four awesome kids. Business is going great. Uh, living the dream and, uh, <laughs> I use it as a tool and, uh, and, and I don't think it gets in the way for me. It's, uh, it's just sort of, Adds a little bit of happiness to life, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so you talk about using it as a tool. Tell me what yeah. you mean. What do you mean by that? Um, well, you know, it's funny. Uh, it, somebody who doesn't use it go, oh, typical thing uh, an addict would say, you know. But uh, for me, honestly, uh, it's, uh, it helps me focus. Um, mm -hmm. Quite often, if I've got to do uh, a couple hours of programming, like uh, the machines I run, I, I run a lot of, I, I, uh, they're CNC machines, so they, uh, I have to write computer programs for them. Sometimes I've got to sit down for hours and right. do that. And, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll have a puff when I do that and just sort of zone out and get into, uh, get into a zone with it. And, and uh, yeah, so I, for a focus tool, um, it also definitely helps with stress. I live a very stressful life. I've got some really high demands put on me by my clients. And uh, I sometimes wonder how I would uh, react to the stresses if I wasn't using pot. I mean, uh, have you ever tried? You no, know, I not using pot. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I have. Um, well, getting back to sort of uh, when you when you uh, use it too much when you're going through some dark uh, dark oh, periods. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, probably ten years ago when I went through a divorce, um, I sort of dived in and was using it a lot, smoking tons. You know, smoking a joint every couple hours and just just not uh, not in a good spot. And I hit a wall with it, and I stopped for almost a year. So what? And, talk to uh, me about that, though. Tell, like, what, how do you know someone who's comfortable with it? How do you know that you've mm-hmm. hit a wall? Like, what what was going on with you? Um, it just you know, I was in a depression, um, coming mm-hmm. out of divorce. Uh, you know, had uh, was a little bit lost in life. wasn't sure where where I was going. Uh, my business wasn't doing very well. You know, just uh, life took a big dive, yeah. and uh, I just ended up kind of. I guess what most people do with any kind of substance that they can abuse. Um, Hmm. I just was using it too much. And I just uh, got to a point where I realized, Hey, I'm, I'm using this too much. This isn't how I used to use it. I'd have a a puff every once in a while, you know, when I'm in my, you know, when I'm in a better spot and now I'm just using it too much. So, and you know, people around me too were, uh, were uh, noticing that I was kind of becoming a little bit of a recluse because of, uh, you know, just things that are going on in my life. So, I think also I had a bit of influence, you know, with talking to my parents. Um, I can't remember specifically, but they probably recommend, hey, you should cut back on the, <laughs> on the pot, Dennis, you know. Um, that's been one of the, the, the open things, too, over the years. I've always been very open with my parents, you know. Um, God bless my mother's soul. It's been something she's wished uh, that her son doesn't partake in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the way she's sort of been conditioned and grew up and, and was, you know, taught about it. Uh, my dad's much more open-minded, you know, uh, so it's kind of been a balance of like uh, being very open with my dad and uh, let my mom know what I'm doing, but maybe not being uh, fully, fully open about it um, just because, you know, she uh, she doesn't really agree with it. But uh, we'll see how that changes moving forward, actually, when it becomes legal and yeah. all that. I actually talked to her about it and I was like, well, if it becomes legal, uh, no, nope, I still think it's bad for you. Yeah, yeah. So there's just those, there's that generation, right? Yeah. Now, but I'm still curious about, I mean, I understand that, that you hit a wall, like sort of in your family life and, and work, you were just, you're having a lull. But what yeah. was the, the decision to stop for a while? I'm, I Like, did you, like, did you self-realize that? Or were people around you going, man, you should really cut this out? Like, I'm curious about what made you go, I should cut this out for a while. I think I was just, um, I think I got a little bit of influence from my friends around me, but mostly it came internally. I just realized I'm not happy and um, I'm using, and I was drinking more at that point as well. Um, I'm just hiding my, you know, whatever the expression would be, masking your sorrows in these in these things as people often do. Um, thankfully, I never really got into uh, harder drugs, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, thankfully I've just never been attracted to that, mm-hmm. but, uh, I just kind of self, self, uh, regulated, I guess I, I, I hit that wall, realized I'm tired of, uh, not being happy. Got to take a break for a little while. I don't think it was, I wasn't putting all the blame on, on my pot usage or, or me drinking more at that time. Um, on being the, the, the actual cause of it. I just realized I got to clean my head out for a little while. Yeah. Reset, get back on track with life. 
and then, you know, use these things as they should be used uh, for enjoyment and, and not relying on them. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it has been a crutch at certain points in my life. That's why now um, I feel much better about it because uh, it's not really a crutch. I mean, I, I go, uh, I say I use daily, but, uh, you know, I sometimes I, I don't smoke for a couple of days in a row and, uh, it, you know, it sort of doesn't matter. Um, I just use it kind of as I, uh, as I feel I, I kind of want to. Um, yeah. Anyways, I feel like I'm rambling on here. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I got every time you have an answer, it just gives me more questions. But, but um, sure. Uh, what was I going to say to you? Um, you were talking about. Oh, I, I got it. So I'm, I'm still <laughs> I'm still on this phase of of self realization and that whole thing. Um, yeah. Did did do you think that the uh, marijuana played a role in? the way you were feeling at that time? Like, you know, I mean, before you, before you said, oh, I better stop this, like, was it contributing in any way to, you know, the relationship or the work or whatever? I don't think uh, it's ever really gotten in the way of my performance with my business or my work or anything like that. Um, that's always been very, very important to me. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I st- I, I'm kind of living my own dream. I started my business from scratch, you know, with a tiny little machine, and now I've got... Yeah, a lot of equipment and uh, invested a lot into it. So it's very, you know, I've, I've always made sure that uh, none of this gets in the way of that. But uh, I think what, what at that point in time, my ex put a lot of guilt on me. She had this complex of, oh, you stupid stoner, you smoke weed, all mm. your friends are stoners, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, she was she was very down on me. Uh, not to get too much into my, my personal life, but that was definitely an influence. And I took some of that on and I kind of, you know, you have somebody coming down on you all the time, constantly, uh, you know, in, in, in that sort of manner, you can't help but sort of question yourself, go, well, really? I mean, maybe I should be not using this. And and so I, I think there was a little bit of leftover guilt and I had a, I was kind of, you know, uh, depressed out of a recently out of a long-term marriage business kind of went down, uh, got slower and, uh, just, you know, you you reach these lows in life and you're kind of foggy. You're like, what's going on? Um, so I just thought maybe I just need to stop everything, clear my mind out and kind of have a hard, fresh restart. So, um, looking back now, I, uh, that's kind of where I think it was coming from. There there definitely was a lot of, uh, guilt from, from my ex. She just had a bad attitude about it. She used it as a sort of way to come down on me. Right. So, which is unfortunate, but, uh, that's the way she goes. But was, was the, um, like, I'm, 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 I'm honestly just curious about this now, but was, was Mm -hmm. she coming like, you know, you could look at this probably from a couple of ways, like the relationship was bad because of your marijuana use or the relationship was bad anyway. And the marijuana use was, was a factor in that. Yeah, like, no, no, for sure. You know, it's, it's nice that we're friends and we're, uh, and we, and we can talk this intimately for sure. Cause you know, people might be wondering like, well, geez, maybe she left him cause she was mm-hmm. tired of this stupid pothead guy who's yeah. doing nothing with his life. Well, I, I really don't think it was that. Um, honestly, we just, uh, we weren't meant to be together. And mm-hmm. because of that, um, I think there was, it is, I, I think it's a common thing with people that should have broken up years, years before, and yeah. they just stay together. Then there's just this giant rift that comes into the relationship. And you're like, you're this. And, and they're always telling you you're that. And there's just all this negativity. Um, that, that's kind of where it was coming from. She, we just, 
shouldn't have been together any yeah. longer. And there was a lot of anger in the relationship. Um, I, I don't think the marijuana was really my marijuana use hadn't had much to do with, uh, you know, me not being a good partner or anything like that. It was, it was more, we should have broken up, uh, yeah, right. earlier and, uh, and, and just skipped out all that, uh, anger that we went through for a couple of years. Man, that sucks. I, uh, yeah. Um, maybe we should talk about this later, but I've, that feels that stuff sounds really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> um, well, but you know what, man? Um, like, like most, like it's very cliche, but uh, uh, I'm sort of glad that happened because now I'm living a much better life. Yeah, uh, I've yeah. got a, a much better partner, awesome family. So yeah, yeah, it's good. Now, tell me. Uh, by the way, I'm super glad to hear that. Um, Tell yeah, me, tell sure. me about um, that that time that you stopped and you know you would, you talked about clear your head and that kind of stuff. So and again, I'm asking all this stuff because I I can only imagine that as as this is about to become legal, there's probably mm-hmm. like a ton of people that are worried about this kind of thing. You know, people that that are going to use and, that, and yeah. you know. So what happened to you when My- you when you when you gave up for a year? And you said, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to, well, however, however long it was, how did you feel? Mm-hmm. And at what point did you go, okay, I think it's okay for me to, to, to use it again. I can, I'm going to be able to manage that better now. Well, honestly, uh, this is kind of bringing me back because it was like quite a while ago, but, yeah. um, first it was just kind of the depression went away and I started feeling better about myself. Yeah, and uh, I had to work on my self esteem and get that brought back up because mm-hmm. that was just really crushed after my my divorce. Um, as you know, it's pretty commonplace. Mm. Um, so I worked on that, and um, I, I spent a lot of time by myself. Honestly, just working in my shop by myself. Um, sort of, I, uh, honestly, just spent a lot of time by myself. Then I, I started hanging out with my friends more and, and being social yeah. with them. And but I was cautious with that because I knew I was trying to stay away from from, you know, uh, from, oh. from pot for a while yeah. and all my friends are daily users, you know, and it's yeah. just in the social thing. So I'm like, well, I, if I know I'm going to be hanging out, it's going to be around. And is that going to be hard for me to sort of, you know, is that going to, you know, am I going to jump back onto it before I sort of want to? Yeah. Um, but, uh, I guess I just eased into it with my buddies. I, you know, it was, I can't remember specifically, but it was probably the kind of thing where like, I just had like a little tiny puff as it was going around with my buddies. And then maybe yeah. I started smoking a little bit and I eased back into it. But, uh, the main thing was just getting, getting good with myself first. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then sort of realizing, okay, well it's, it's time to have fun again and you can, but, but this is the thing we're talking about pot and, and your point of like a lot of people out there wondering about all this stuff. The way I look at it is, well, what about the, 50 other things that are in our life. I mean, I, you know, I could go off the deep end, but like everybody's addicted to sugar. Who likes <laughs> to have too many candy bars? Who likes yeah. to have, you know, what in our modern society, it's just. Yeah. We've, we've, uh, we've talked so many... about that. Uh, I mean, yeah, totally. we've talked about it on, yeah. on this show. I mean, it, it, cause it's, it's, um, you know, so much about this to me is just like the unknown. Like it's just this, this new thing and there's people that just don't know that much about it and all the fear yeah. that's been put, put into us. And, and maybe in some cases for good reason, um, you know, I'm trying to remain sort of objective from that point of view. Uh, yeah. you, you sent me a text one day and you said something that really kind of surprised me. Um, and and it was actually the thing that kind of motivated me to 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 have you on as a guest. And and you said to mm-hmm. me that marijuana is a hundred percent addictive. Well, yeah, it's a, sort of a double. I mean, 
I don't want to be too faced about that, but I mean, it's it's kind of uh, you really have to look at the, the definition of addiction, I guess. I mean, um, yeah, yeah, it's not addictive like uh, I guess, like say heroin or cocaine, a chemical addiction. Um, yeah, a chemical addiction, but from a habitual mm-hmm. sort of, I feel like it, and I want to. Um, it's kind of, I, I, I believe it is, is, uh, addictive in that manner. I mean, uh, I sometimes wonder, well, uh, where's my level of, um, self-control with things, you know, say on a scale of one to 10, uh, you know, like Sean's self-control level on using substances, maybe like an eight, maybe mine's a six, right, you know, right. um, it, it's hard to, to tell, but with some people for sure, um, it'll become that sort of, um, like more habitual maybe. Uh, yeah, more habitual, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, so many things are addictive. Uh, I think it's just. Uh, but as adults, we 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 have to uh, have the strength to kind of be able to navigate through life and and uh, and, uh, and and not get too crazy with all these different things. So, would you say? Um, would you say that? Um, uh, what was I going to ask you? I was thinking about it. It's it's not addictive in the sense that you try it once and all of a sudden you're addicted. But maybe like you, no. you talk about using it as a tool to help you focus. And and part of me mm-hmm. wonders, and I don't know, if you, I don't know if you've ever asked yourself this, but if if part of your routine is using this to help you get focused for work, do you mm-hmm. do you feel that you can't focus as well without it? And maybe there's truth to that. But I'm just I'm just trying to like as you said, I'm trying to figure out what. Yeah, um, I would, uh, I mean, common sense would say, yeah, I probably, um, but uh, it's been a while since I, uh, uh, you know, I, I haven't challenged myself and gone, well, can I sit down and do four hours of programming and, uh, and not have a puff, you yeah. know? Um, and it, it, guess, would, it uh, would probably surprise people to hear now, particularly because you're working, at, you're a machinist, you're working with machinery and metal and drills and shit. Like, yeah, I know. I'm like, are my clients listening to this? <laughs> 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 yeah, well, maybe they will be, but but my yeah. point was going to be, well, I mean, I, you you you, I mean, if you've been hurt on the job, and I don't know if you have been, um, sure, yeah, no, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess my question would be, you know, there's a lot of discussion about workplace safety and it and impairment and all of that. Um, yeah, how does that sit with you? Well, um, you know, I'm actually just about to hire a guy um, because I'm I'm busy here and. Uh, you know, I'm having all these thoughts. I'm like, all right, well, uh, I don't want him uh, getting on his phone every two minutes, getting text messages from all his friends and getting sidetracked. I, you know, um, this this young guy that I am going to hire, I, I do know that he uses marijuana. Um, I'm not going to want him coming to work uh, high because um, uh. I, 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 during his training, I want him to, well, see, this is, this is the thing I'm, I'm starting to feel like uh, I'm putting my foot in my mouth because I'm just about to say, <laughs> I don't want my guy coming to work stone because he's not going to be focused. And I'm telling you, I use marijuana to be right. focused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, um, it's a tough thing. Like I'm a, I'm a master craftsman. I've been doing this my whole adult life. I can basically do it on autopilot with, uh, you know, with blindfolded, you know, I, I just, you know, like you, you, you've been doing your craft for a long time. You know what you're doing. Um, yeah, it's that's a tough one. I guess. Uh, but you, I, I guess I the lens, could, the lens you have then is that you know your limit and and your abilities on it. You've been doing it long enough, exactly. but you don't and know I'm, the other guys, and if he or she knows, 
Is that, that's exactly right. And, and uh, I mean, at the end of the day, I've got the luxury of owning this business and setting all the standards of quality and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, my clients come to me because of sort of the quality standard of the parts that I put out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't think it's affecting me. Um, honestly, one of the things about what I do, I put in really, really long hours. Yeah. Um, and I tend to use marijuana later on in the evening when I'm running night shifts and I've just got to clock those hours. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's definitely that, uh, that kind of thing. I mean, uh, it, it's a, I'm, I, it's hard to sort of stand on in, in one set of shoes or the other set of shoes and, and firmly just stick to one set of beliefs because I can always see the other sides. Like, yeah, right. you know, people that are probably going to be listeners to this, other machinists maybe that are out there and they're like, never use marijuana. They're probably like, this guy crazy? Yeah. What? He's like, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, it's, uh, you know, if, if we're talking about alcohol, I might be describing, hey, well, you know what? Uh, over the course of uh, an eight-hour shift, I had a beer. And I also stopped and had like a meal, you know? Right, um, right. So it's just that kind of thing. It's not like I'm uh, stoned out of my mind. Right. So I want to talk about yeah. uh, two more things. Uh, and the first sure. one is um, your, par- your parents. Um, yeah. You brought, you brought it up earlier on. I, I know your parents fairly well. Um, I know the differences between your mom and your dad. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, but so that'll be funny for any of my friends listening for you, for them to hear you say that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, let me. So how? I mean, I don't know how old you were when they knew that you were doing it, um, but they obviously know it's a part of your life now. Just sure, has it I, caused I, rifts, or is it brought? Like, how has that been? Um. Well, I think I hit it from them through most of my twenties. And then yeah. as you know, you get to your thirties and you kind of get a little bit older and you're like, uh, you just sort of start telling you, I, I remember going through a phase of telling my parents all these things that, uh, you know, things that I got away with <laughs> and never got <laughs> yeah. caught doing. Yeah. Right. You do hey, that when you, know you get older. One time when I, yeah. yeah, exactly. And yeah, but, um, um, I don't think it's caused a riff. I mean, uh, like, you know, let's start with my mom. Yeah. Uh, as I, as I mentioned earlier, she doesn't like it. She, um, she wishes I didn't use it, but I think over the years she's come to realize that really it doesn't have that much. It doesn't really have a negative effect on me. I mean, um, I talk to her, to my parents, uh, almost daily on FaceTime there in Halifax and I'm out in BC. Um, so we talked to them a lot, especially because we've got kids. Yeah. Um, and I told my mom, you know, I was like, Hey, did you even realize, like, when I spoke to you last week, I, I just had a puff, but, you know, you can't tell. I think she's just got, uh, she's accepted it, even though she doesn't like it. Sure, yeah. With my with my dad, there's kind of been this joke. Every time they come out, my dad's uh, sort of joking, saying, ah, maybe I'll have a puff with you this time. Oh, yeah. You know? And, uh, and it was, uh, well, he was, my dad used to be in the military and he would joke about it before he got out. And, uh, you know, uh, out of respect for his career and stuff, I knew he would, he would never do that while he was in the military, but he's been retired for a few years. We still haven't sat down and had a puff together, but my, excuse me, but I've actually got my dad out here right now working with me because uh, things are quite busy. And, uh, um, I've been sick over the last few days and my dad, you know, he said to me, uh, just yesterday, he's like, Dan, you don't look very good. He's like, take a break, go have a toke, you'll feel better, and uh, get back to work. <laughs> he's level and it's with because, you. you know, I, yeah, you know, I, I told my dad uh, whenever I, I get sick, um, especially with nausea, um, I found I find pot 
really helps with that. Mm. So I'll have a puff and uh, just that nausea goes away and uh, you can sort of carry on with your day and not feel so sick. So yeah. um, he's, he's much more open-minded to it. There's a lot of discussion yeah, about that now, the, the whole, you know, the medicinal side of, of things, which mm-hmm. I don't think everyone truly understands or knows what to believe yet. Um, but yeah. you found it helpful for something like that. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I, well, I was just kidding. I've got four young kids. They're all in public school. So um, sick is in the house. It just goes around. So, yeah. you know, uh, most of my adult life before I had kids, I never got sick. And now I find I've got a cold every, you know, two or three times a year. Yeah. Um, And I've just picked up on it. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. Um, Have a little puff, and it just makes that nausea go away. Oh, good. Now, uh, so so four kids, crazy and Mm -hmm. awesome, I guess, at the same time. Uh, yeah, um, a little bit crazy. You know, it's funny. I'm think I was just thinking back to like us ripping around uh, Germany on BMX bikes, going, "Man, think about when you have four kids. That's going to be crazy." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. So, talk to me about what do you think about that in relation to your kids? So, so, and and this is kind of the last two things I want to kind of touch on before we can yeah uh, talk later. But but uh, so your your kids in, in your family and you're a user, and and then the idea of it becoming legal. And and both your thoughts on that and how you think you'll manage that with your own kids. I'm still kind of figuring that out. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, honestly, I wasn't really paying attention to the whole legalization thing that much until I uh, picked up on your podcast. Um, You're welcome. Because I've, it's been, well, yeah, thank you. <laughs> but it, it's, it's been part of my life, you know, daily for years. So I, it's just, you know, I've in my mind, I'm like, illegal? That's just so silly. Just, right. I don't even consider it illegal, really. Um, but now I'm starting to have these thoughts. I'm like, oh, okay. So in, in in the old way, you know, marijuana was illegal. You'd have to go through this thing with your kids and, and teach them, like, um, you know, uh, I, I'm kind of lost on it, honestly. I, I, and I've listened to uh, your previous podcast and heard you talk a little bit about how you kind of navigated through stuff with, with your kid. I don't want to get into your personal stuff too much, but um, I, I would have thought there were in the old method, I would have had to sort of describe, yeah, daddy does something that is illegal, but I don't think it's that bad. And, uh, you know, sort of take that method Yeah. with it. Um, now that it's changed, um, I think all that sort of goes away. It's like, you just, at, at a certain point you tell your kids, okay, you're, you're going to be presented with alcohol. It's legal. You have to use it responsible, uh, be responsibly. Um, I think the same sort of thing is going to come up with pot. Um, but you know what? the topic of your last podcast really threw me the whole, uh, uh, the, uh, topic of, um, uh, mental health, um, yeah, right. uh, patients and all that stuff that, that really opened my eyes. I was like, Hmm, wow. I, I wasn't aware of that situation. Yeah. So, um, it's I don't funny. Know, I'm, I'm still figuring that out. I honestly, you know, my oldest, my, my daughter's nine and she's growing up quick. We're going to be running into these things in the next few years. Well, you know, um, it's funny. You may have heard it, but when we were talking, I was talking with a previous guest who who was suggesting that, you know, you got to start talking to kids at like six, seven, eight years old now. And so that would mean yeah. that right now you've got to be having this conversation with your oldest. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's, uh, I think in general, I'm the kind of parent who just wants my children to, uh, to stay 
to stay kids. I just really cherish their <laughs> innocence and their childhood. Yes. I'm like, oh, I don't want you to grow up, right? Yes. Um, so I'm kind of fighting that. I'm like, oh, like, we don't we don't need to talk about that. We don't need to talk about that yet. Yeah. Um, See, I'm even, the same. You know, I'm even, the same way, man. I, uh, this is, is the conversation that we had was the, the debate that I would have had would be. Like okay, am I am I introducing this idea now, or am I helping yeah. mitigate what could happen? And I exactly. mean, I don't know, yeah. but I mean, we're all trying to figure it out, right? Well, you know what? Um, I don't remember my parents ever talking to me about it. Yeah, that's there you um, go. There you although, go, mom. You know, <laughs> uh, I do remember one day randomly walking through the Market Street in Germany and walking with my dad it was a sunny afternoon and he had the afternoon off and he just stopped for a second he went and sniffed and he went oh that smells like marijuana and i was like what's that dad and that was kind of my first memory of ever kind of hearing about it um and he just you know maybe somebody upstairs in an apartment was smoking or something and we smelled it walking Mm -hmm. by the street but uh yeah my parents never had the drug talk with me yeah um so uh and i guess we don't know if that's good or bad really right yeah, exactly. But uh, you know, your previous guest saying you got to start talking about like age six. Yeah. Wow, that's that's a little crazy for me it's, to sort it of. It seems crazy, but I mean, I mean, the thing that I'm learning, and and you know, this is what motivated all these discussions was to try and learn more and get all these different perspectives. The thing that I'm learning yeah. is the more you learn, the better off you'll be. The more informed you are, the better equipped you are to make decisions. And that, to me, yeah. That just seems to be the thing that that is true no matter who or what perspective you're coming from. If you have information, you know, you can make decisions. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's kind of goes for almost everything in life. But yeah, very, very good point. So, I mean, I think uh, hopefully I'll I'll remember that when I'm steering through this whole thing with my kids in the the (laughs) upcoming years. Yeah. But uh, yeah, knowledge is good. I mean, uh, I guess now I'll be able to tell my kids, you know, dad, dad has been been using it and uh you know i'm fine yeah it's you know so what what do people who use alcohol daily tell their kids about alcohol yeah you know? it's funny like, i mean this is you know it's the constant comparison and and you know there'll, totally. there'll be all kinds of debates about whether or not it's a valid comparison but i guess on some level yeah. it is you know uh, for whatever yeah. reason the alcohol thing just seems to be more socially acceptable i still think we're still we're dealing in a lot of ways with something that's super new to a lot of people and because of that there's yeah. all these unknowns you know so what do you think yeah dennis what do you think about legalization what's your thoughts um moving forward i think for a lot of people that are already using it it's not really going to make much of a difference right um you know people like me i buy directly from friends of mine that grow and you know um even the thought of like buying branded marijuana sort of like sort of like cigarettes at shoppers drug mart or, or something or in like a you know a provincially sanctioned you know like the uh, same as you buy liquor. That that still feels weird to me. Yeah. Um, but um, for a lot of people, I think it's just going to be a, 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 their eyes are going to get opened up, and a lot of people's attitudes are going to change for a in a positive way. I think. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are going to be more accepting of it. Um, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping the stereotypes will sort of slowly go away of like. Uh, you know all the negativity all the typical ones stupid stoner blah 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 all that kind of stuff you know yeah, yeah. Um, I think people in general just uh, become more accepting of it uh, but it'll be interesting like anything uh, you know uh, uh, is there going to be a, a bunch of uh, sort of the mental health side issue of mm-hmm. it coming out and, and creating a backlash against it and going hey 
let's watch out for this stuff. It's actually quite dangerous. Yeah. I'm curious to see where that's going to come out, you know? Oh, for sure that's going to um, happen. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I think, I think you know, there, there's an argument to be made that that should be what happens. The, the trick will be how far it goes, I think. You, you know, um, I remember watching, um, I've referenced this a lot. Because of all of this, I actually went back and started watching, um, uh, learning more about prohibition as it relates to alcohol. And, uh, and, yeah. and when prohibition was kind of put in place, the schools would, would talk to kids in grades like five and six, seven, and, and they were telling them that alcohol was evil and if you drink it, you're going to die. And like the, the, the absolute yeah. fear-mongering that they were doing to kids at the age that people are suggesting you should be talking to them about marijuana now. And they were doing that yeah. as a way to make people just abstain from it completely. Um, I, I think, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know where the thing will balance out. There's going to be... There's going to be uh, you know, discussions that come out about psychosis and and um, marijuana's mm-hmm. uh, links to mental health issues and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not I'm not even disputing yeah. if any of those things are valid. Uh, it, to me, mm-hmm. it's just another perspective that needs to be considered in anyone's choice to try or use. Um, and that's sure. why I keep going back to this whole idea of like, just inform yourself. Know know how to use safely if you're going to use. Um, know how to yeah. not use if it's bad for you, if it doesn't work for you, you know. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, even myself, to be very honest with you, the more I talk to people about this, um, I, I flip-flop from time to time, you know, some days I'm like, you know, it's not such a bad thing. I, it's not, what's the big deal? And then other days, you yeah. know, I'll, I'll talk to someone and we'll spend a lot of time talking about links to mental health issues. And I go, oh shit, this is not good at all. And, and yeah. I, I got to believe uh, just personally, my belief is that somewhere in the middle probably lies the truth, mm-hmm. but I don't know, Yeah, you know, I, I don't know for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know if anyone yeah, does, well, to be honest. I, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's this crazy sort of balancing act, and who, yeah, it's somewhere in the middle. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I think one of the good things, definitely, is like like your last episode, uh, bringing out uh, sort of that the aspects of the mental health uh, side of things and and the potential dangers. Um, people do need to be educated about the pros and the cons of it. Yeah, agreed. So, agreed. Um, I just sort of recommend people to uh, to uh, move forward slowly and cautiously, yeah. ease into it. You know. Um, low and slow is a don't phrase, eat a right? Lot of really low doses yeah, exactly. and go at a slow pace. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You hear these stories about people uh, eating really potent uh, edibles and just losing their mind, and uh, <laughs> yeah. no, that that's that's not fun. Did you hear the story? <laughs> I, I mean, there was a story a couple of days ago. I guess, uh, well, uh, maybe by the time this airs, it would be longer than that. But about uh, a couple of uh, cops that ate some edibles and had to call for backup. <laughs> I did. I actually listened to that, the, uh, the footage of that. That was absolutely hilarious. I don't know if I should find that funny, uh, but I do. Well, you know, I just I just said it, and I do. I, I found it funny as a person who's used to the culture of marijuana. Yeah, But on enough. the other hand, um, definitely, I mean, it must have been a very scary experience scary. for yeah. them. Good point. You yeah. know, so, I mean, uh, I, I, I think what we're, we've sort of been saying in the, for the last two or three minutes is we see both sides. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. So, um, no, it was funny, but also uh, not. I wouldn't uh, hope for any of my friends to go through that. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, that's a good you know. point. Well, listen, man, I'm gonna. Yeah. Uh, we could do this for hours, and uh, you know what? Uh, now that we've connected and had this chat, uh, we got to keep talking. But um, look, yeah, for sure, we're gonna wrap it up. Uh, I'm gonna yeah. rake the leaves on this, and. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> and, oh, there you uh, go. I just want to thank you for uh, for uh, for hanging out with me for a while and chatting, and for reaching out when you heard the show. It's been great to to chat with you, and uh, let's keep it going, man. Yeah, for sure, man. I've been looking forward to every new episode. Cool. Might be a little bit weird listening to myself, but uh, <laughs> hey, welcome to the club. Yeah, there you go. For All right, sure. man. See you. Thank you. Cool, man. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Take Bye-bye. care. So that was my friend Dennis. <laughs> and I got to admit, I'm, I'm sort of still processing that conversation. It's been a long time since we've had a chat. And uh, I'm not, I, I don't know that I would have imagined that would be the chat we'd have after such a long time. But uh, here we are. Uh, you know, it was, um, I'd never heard some of that information before. I, I, I mean, I knew that he went through a, a bit of a tough time. Um, I, I didn't really know why, so we'll be following up on some of that. But it's kind of fascinating to hear uh, how the role that it played in his life, his ability to stop it and and clarify in his own mind where he was at with it all and recognize his own attitudes towards it, yet still be kind of conflicted when it comes to someone else's use. And, and you know, you talk, you think about him becoming an employer and now having to hire somebody and suddenly his position on everything changes. And maybe that's the way it's going to be going forward. You know, as we all get more used to this idea of it being legal, maybe our own opinions are going to change depending on the circumstance. You know, he's got the kids now that he has to talk to, and we're all going to be faced with that at some point, which maybe is a different perspective than the way you'd view it for your own use. It just continues to to, to fascinate me the the varying ways that we can the varying lenses that we can choose to look at this uh, from. Uh, while I have a second, I want to say hi to his mom and dad. Hey, mom and dad. Uh, I hope you guys are all good with uh, Dennis being a part of the show. Uh, it might not be the last time. And, you know, part of me did wonder afterwards, and I wish I had asked him if he had smoked prior to our conversation. And uh, perhaps uh, he's probably laughing now as he hears this, and maybe he'll send me a text to let me know. But um, I hope you enjoyed it. I thought that was very cool. Uh, it was a bit of a different take on the on the show, but I, I wanted to talk to him because it was such a big part of his life as a user, as someone who's dealt with it both positively and negatively. And hopefully uh, you got something out of that. I know I did. So that was Dennis Selden. Uh, You're listening to Turning a New Leaf, produced by the Village Soundcast Network. I'm your host, Sean King, and thanks for listening. This was a Village Soundcast Network original production. We're sorry. You have dialed a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. This is the best. Please check the number you dialed and try your call again.